the king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for, for three years and that they were here to enter the king's service. Among these were some from Judea, Daniel, Hannah, and Azrae. The chief official gave them the new names to Daniel, the, the name. That's way you can. That's a huge word. You're all right. You're all right. Oh, Skip over. To Hannah. <laughs> but Daniel resolved not to defy himself with the royal food and wine. He asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now God had caused the official to show favor and sympathy to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my lord, the king, who, who has assigned you, uh, you food and drink, which should see his look, looking worse than the other young man your age. The king will have, have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard who, whom the chief official had pointed out over Daniel, Please test your service for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You did a great job, Tommy. I appreciate you. Appreciate you very much. Well, praise the Lord. Thank God we're here today, Amen. and I'm not going to be here before you long because I'm talking about a subject that the moment you go to talking about it, people get up and walk out to church. So this ain't going to be long at all, but I just want to touch on a few things, uh, and it's a subject that very seldom be talked about in the church, but we're going to talk about it today, and it's not going to be... I hope y'all don't want to jump on me after I leave. But you <laughs> you jump over before I leave. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about a subject here today. Uh Father God, we thank you. Lord, just bless us as we be here in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> We're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about fasting. And I know fasting, fasting. And I know when people hear the word fasting, the first thing they do, they think about all the negative things about people telling them what they can't do, what they they don't know. You, you, you don't eat this and then stop this and all of this here. They get all this negative attitude about fasting. Because fasting has been taught in all type of ways that you're supposed to not do this, you're not to do that, you're not to do which way and how to do it and when to do it and where to do it. And if you don't do it, you're not a Christian, you're not this, you're not that, you're not trustworthy to God, you're no good to God, you, you're not a member of the body of Christ. All these things come when people hear the word fasting. And a lot of people are so negative toward fasting that they push away from the church 
just because of fasting. And people are misdisillusioned because of the teaching of the men and women of God toward many things in the church. I, I met a man here recently that he has been taught so delusional about his salvation that you can't even, we couldn't even penetrate to even tell him about his salvation because he has locked and fixed in on one thing, that he was saved by baptism. He had no other idea. He could hear no other words but that he was saved by baptism. And being baptized didn't make him nothing but a wet man going down and a wet man coming up. That salvation had nothing to do with his baptism. And a lot of times you can hear stuff and you can adapt it to your thinking that you can be fixated on it, that it doesn't, I don't care what people try to tell you. I don't care how they try to tell you. You just so fixated on it that you can no way understand nothing. And a lot of times people are so fixated on fasting that they cannot hear the truth when the word of God is presented to them. And the word of God is that Jesus said, I am the truth and the way. And if Jesus is the truth and the way, we need to learn what Jesus say about fasting, about what he says fasting is all about, how he view fasting. Bible, the Bible speaks about fasting all throughout the Bible. Fasting is true. Here to tell you that there is fasting in the Bible. You're supposed to give up some stuff in the Bible. I'm tell you a true story, and I know the people they, they, they thought I almost got put into the insane asylum because I I gave up some stuff. I gave up some stuff. They you got this thing called Lent. And you're supposed to give up some stuff. And I did give up some stuff. I gave up medicine. And Lord knows. I told them people I gave up that medicine and then people almost locked me away because all the medicine I take, I gave it up. And they said, you can't do that. But I did it anyway. And, and, and that didn't make no sense. That's the same way with fasting. Sometimes you got to use common sense, people. Common sense with fasting. Fasting is a common sense thing. And I want to show you what the word of God has to say about fasting. Fasting is all through the Bible. If you, if you was to go through your Bible, fasting has, this subject here has chapters in the Bible. I mean, chapters throughout the entire Bible. Isaiah, uh, in Psalms chapter 69, the whole Psalms is about fasting. If, if, if you look at Isaiah 58, the whole chapter is about fasting. First Corinthians chapter seven, the whole song, the whole Corinthians chapter seven uh, uh, is about fasting. Second Corinthians chapter 11 is about fasting. All these things is about fasting. They want you to know that fasting is very important to God. 
But there's a reason why it's important to God. And there's a place how to do it. And there's a reason that it's for your benefit. Not that it makes you any holier. You can't get no more holier than when you accept Christ Jesus. Get this understanding. Fasting don't make you holy. Fasting don't save you. Fasting ain't going to make God love you anymore. God so loved you. God loved you so much he died for you before you became saved. Fasting ain't going to make you no more closer to God. Fasting is for your benefit. Understand this. It's for your benefit. Now, when we look at Daniel, I know it's, it's, it's a strange place to look at fasting. Most people don't look at Daniel about fasting. They, they look at Daniel and look at the Daniel meal and, 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 and what he ate. And they go for a diet or Daniel's diet and all this here stuff. If you go to most churches, you have people even, listen, there are some churches that have set up the Daniel diet. And, and, and you have to eat this diet or you you are not saved. You must eat the Daniel food. And then all these people, these people done gone crazy. The Bible ain't never told you you had to eat like that. Because ain't no Kool-Aid in there. And if ain't no Kool-Aid in my house, there's going to be some trouble. I'm yeah, telling you, yeah, boy, there's going to be some problem. I'm telling you, there's going to be some trouble. But, but, I, but listen, listen, here, here, we, here, here you go. This is what happened. In the book of Daniel, Daniel, the Holy Spirit pins this book in this particular way. In the very first chapter, the very first verse, verses one through five, Daniel and his padres, the whole Israel get conquered. The, the king comes and he conquers Israel. Now, when he conquers them, he takes them from one place to another. He takes them out of their land and brings them into his land. Nebuchadnezzar removes them from one place and to another. He takes them from where they used to be and to a land that they know nothing about. He takes them from a place where they're comfortable at and brings them into a place where they know nothing about, where they're uncomfortable about, that they have to learn everything fresh. Now, when he does this, he wants to indoctrinate them from what they known to what they don't know. In other words, he wants to take them and say, well, hey, what you used to know is no good in this land. And now I want to teach you about this land here. Now, I'm telling you this is because there are some of us that has gotten to a point to where we didn't used to do things, but we got so caught up and, and it creeped up on us that we start doing some things that we normally wouldn't have done. In other words, let me show you. In the beginning, we might have not done certain things. For instance, maybe you didn't eat a lot of sugar in the beginning. 
But after a while, after you tasted sugar, sugar kind of grew on you. And you got to liking sugar. So now you got so used to sugar, you eat a lot of sugar. And you done grown accustomed to sugar, and now you can't get away from sugar. Maybe some of you might have even liked it pork. And now you in the beginning you didn't eat a lot of pork. But now you don't like so much pork that you can't get away from pork. And you didn't know this about yourself, but all of a sudden you find yourself that this particular diet that you own, it just crept up on you. You didn't know it, but you done found yourself in a position to where this stuff that crept up on you. It, you have you didn't start off this way. It just crept up on you. And how many of you know that stuff have crept up in, on you in your life that you didn't start off that way because you didn't have it. There's some stuff that you do. There's some things that you do. There's some situations that you're in that you didn't start off that way. You just happen to end up that way. Everything that you do, you didn't start off that way. Sometimes I remember when I was a little kid, I didn't start off using drugs. I didn't start off as a little baby using drugs. It crept up on me. And it crept up on me in such a way that it, 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 it started off with me lying. I didn't know lying was going to end up me in a crack house. But it did. I didn't know me stealing was going to end up with me with an alcohol bottle. But it did. It crept up on me. Because you see, it don't stay the same. It get worse and worse and worse. You see, because it creeps up on you. And the enemy piles it on. He don't let it be the same. How did, see, listen, I'm trying to show you, see, listen. What happens if you quit drinking water and just drink pop for 15 years? You're going to end up destroying your internal organs. But when you started off, you didn't have no idea that this was going to happen. You figured that you was going to drink some water somewhere down the line, but the enemy blinded you. See, when the enemy took Daniel and his compadres out of the land where they was used to, and brought them into his land. He was going to take them away from what they was normally doing. See, Daniel them when they was in their land, they had some customs. They had some ways of living. They had some things that they was normally used to. They had a way to eat. They had a way to live. They had a way to walk. They had a way to talk. They had a way to dress. They had a way to do everything that they was comfortable in doing, but it was worshiping their God. But all of a sudden, when they come into this land, 
He going to take all that away from them. Not only was he going to take it away, he was even going to take their name away. You see, the enemy, when he gets through with you, he going to take everything. Not only is he going to take what you have, he going to take who you are. You see, the enemy went from taking where they were to who they were. He changed their name. See, now, once he brought them in and changed everything about them, now he wants to take away their custom. So the fasting is a relationship. The word fasting in the Greek is set up for you to be voluntary exercise. It's something you do voluntary. Now to do something voluntary, that means you, you really want to do this for a reason. It's your own reasoning that you want to do it. Nobody makes you do it. Nobody forces you to do it. Uh, you, you do it because you want to. Uh, for instance, uh, we ain't got to tell uh, uh, Brother Zachariah to go play the game. Zachariah, when he come home, it's automatic. That game coming on. We ain't got to tell my wife, to, to, to cook something, automatically my wife is going to cook. She loves to cook. You can't, it's, it's hard to stop her from cooking. She could be sick and she wants to go in there and cook. I got to do everything I can to stop her from cooking. Uh, she had a procedure the other day. She on the ground crawling. And I'm telling her, get up, please. Get up. She wants to cook. Yeah, she, she, my, my, my wife, is, is, she, she, she is that type of person. But we all have things that automatically we want to do. And this type of re response is, is voluntary. You, you ain't got to be asked or nothing like that. You automatically going to do it. And that's the same thing that we're talking about in fasting. Fasting is a voluntary thing. This is something that you want to do because there's a reason behind it. And in Daniel, Daniel gives us a breakdown on the reason that he wanted to fast. Now, no, nobody sees this fasting that Daniel puts it down. Daniel put down a fast that no, some people just skip clean over. Now here's the scene. Daniel done left his home. They done brought him into the place. Now here's the, here's the thing. The king tells them, pick out the best of the best from these people we done captured. The best of the best. Pick them out. Now take them and put them in the best part of the palace. Now when you put them in the best part of the palace, I want you to get, get, bring them my best wine, my best grub, and bring it to them. And I want you to get ready to indoctrinate them. I want my best teachers. I want my best philosophers. 
I want the best food before them, and I want you to teach them our ways. And Daniel come into the room, him and his compadres, and he see all of this food, all of this wine, and Daniel could not take it. He couldn't stand it. Daniel couldn't, he, he just couldn't do it. It couldn't be done. Daniel couldn't hold on to the fact that what the king was offering was against his custom, against his upbringing, against what God had told him to do. And Daniel tells the man that's in charge, he said, hey, we can't eat this. We can't drink this. And the man said, well, hey, you got to do it because the king set this here for you. You got to do this here. Daniel tells the man, he said, hey, listen, just give us some vegetables and some water for 10 days. And then look at us and look at all the rest of the ones that you got and see which one of us look the best. Now I want to break this down for you. Now, first thing Daniel done, he saw what was there and what God told him to do. First thing you got to be when it come down to fasting, you have to understand what God says and what the world tries to teach you. God tells you to fast. Now, here's the common sense part to fasting. Some of us take medication. Some of us have time frames that we have to take medication. Some of us can't fast off of everything at one time. Some of us have to build up. I hear some people say they fasted off of everything and like to die. Fasting, Daniel did not fast off of entire eating. He did not stop eating. Get this through people's head. Daniel ate, but he didn't eat the things that he was not supposed to eat. He ate what he was supposed to eat. Food is a necessity. But what Daniel did do is not eat the things he wasn't supposed to eat. That's what he did. There are some things that we, that, that we crave that we have to teach our bodies to be disciplined against. And the discipline part comes in to not to lean on the stuff, but to lean on God and saying that I don't need that. And, and listen, Daniel didn't say I was going to do this for a year. He took it in bits. He said, I'm going to do this for 10 days. So for some of us, we have to start off a little bit at a time. Some of us, we have to say, well, I'm not going to do this for this period of time. 
And then once we accomplish that goal, we'll do it a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Sometimes you say, I'm going to stay, stay off of sugar. Some of us is diabetics. We're supposed to be off sugar. That's God telling you, get off sugar. All right, I, 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 okay, I, I need to stay off sugar, so I need to stop this for this period of time. I know I ain't got no business eating a whole cake, so I'm going to put the cake down for a little bit time. I ain't going to go buy no sheet cake. I'm going to buy a little cake. Ain't gonna buy no sheet cake and put it down. You know, God trying to tell you. God say that we obesity. If we obese, we know we weigh 535 pounds. We ain't got no business trying to stay underneath the table and eat the third helper. I'm gonna cut down my helper. I, I ain't gonna. I, I ain't gonna eat the third helper. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut back on the third helper. You know, so there are some things that, that we know that we're supposed to do. So God telling us the second thing is to be disciplined. But you be disciplined in the position that you can do. See, each one of us is different. Maybe for me, I can't do but a day, starting off in the beginning, a day at a time. Maybe you are disciplined enough to start off at three days at a time. You can't judge me. I can't judge you. <clears throat> I can't make you do what I do and you can't make me do what you do. Maybe your thing is television. You know you watch too much television. So you need to fast on TV. Maybe my thing is being on the computer too much. I need to fast on the computer. Maybe your thing is food. You need to fast on the food. See, you can fast from anything. <laughs> you can fast from anything. It, it, it don't make a difference what it is. What God is trying to tell you, there are some things in our lives that we need to be aware of. And, and and things that are taken away from us to be a better us. To be so we can be used by God. There was a reason that Daniel didn't want to do what what the king was offering because he couldn't be used right. by God. Right. So Daniel was wanted to be used by God. So he wanted to stay pure. He wanted to stay in the, in the correctness of God. See, some of this stuff that we're doing would, would take us away from the usage of God. So Daniel wanted to stay in the position to be used by God. See, if you continue to do what you do, God can use you. Why? Okay. We know that we are diabetic and we can't keep eating this cake. If we keep eating this cake, this cake is going to lead us where? To the hospital. So how can God use us in the ministry that God has set up for us to, to, to run the women's group or the men's group or the 
do the pastoral work or the whatever he want us to do. If we laid up in the hospital because we are undisciplined, we can't stay away from the cake. And all, every time God bring us a healing, we bring destruction on ourselves because we got to go back and eat the cake. We can't stay away from what the enemy laid before us. The enemy can destroy us by the things that we want to do. He just feed our flesh and we destroy ourselves by being undisciplined. You see, that's what Daniel was trying to teach us, that we need to stay disciplined. And then the next thing that Daniel was showing us is that there was some rewards to the discipline. See, Daniel was disciplined, but there was some rewards to the discipline. Because at the end of the 10 days, if you continue to read chapter 1, at the end of the 10 days and read the book of Daniel, Daniel and his compadres would look it way better than the other people. Not only did he look better, the Bible says that God poured wisdom upon them. They got a blessing because he was disciplined. Sometimes we have to do what the word of God tells us to do. You can't do what you want to do all the time. You have to do what the word of God says do. The Bible tells us to fast. We have to fast. Fasting is the word of God. But there's a way to fast. You don't put yourself in harm's danger. God don't want you to put yourself in danger to fast. God wants you to be disciplined in your fasting. God wants you to understand that the fasting is a voluntary thing. It's an exercise for which you voluntarily fast. It's for your benefit. And, and God will reward your fasting because you're no longer leaning on yourself. You're leaning on God. And in that, you trusting him. And when you trusting him, you are breaking the holes of the adversary against you. You see, the adversary is using whatever thing that you are holding on to against you. If, for instance, if it's the computer that you are fasting against, the adversary is trying to use the computer against you. If it's the TV, he's trying to use the TV against you. Whatever you fasting against, the adversary is using it against you. Believe me, there's nothing that you can fast against that the adversary is not using against you. The enemy was trying to use what the king was offering against Daniel. But Daniel was not going to pull away from what God had instilled in him. So don't let the enemy trick you from the blessing that God's trying to give to you by being obedient to his word. Fasting is the word of God. Amen. 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 Father God, we thank you. 
Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for understanding that you, fasting is from you, Lord. That it's a voluntary exercise for you to strengthen us, for you to release change and bondages around us at the enemy trying to destroy us, Lord, for you to give us freedom in you. And Lord, we thank you. And Father God, we're just asking it right now, Lord, that you put upon us strength and guidance. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Got us one, Tommy? I can only imagine it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see. When your face is before me, I can only imagine. Thank you. 